What what did you mean by that? Looks like peroxide. Then like H2O2, it, that's hydrogen peroxide. No, no, but no, I get it. You know, but but. What do you mean by but that? What did you mean by that? I thought it was funny. Okay. I mean, you can think that. I guess. Well, it will just like say, Max, that wasn't funny. No. No, it's not as funny. As I'm just like essentially, like ex publicly executing me right now, but you know. Yeah. This is for all my baby girls. I see your comments, ladies, and they make me smile. I'm lurking and I'm stalking when you least expect. Hey. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Roback Cafe podcast. I'm your, I'm one of your co-hosts. Uh, Max, also known as Goatsar FM. I'm with your host, Tip Dip, also known as Banjo. And we got Connor, also known as Techni. So we're back at it again this week with another banger podcast. How are you guys feeling? Yeah, dude. So I'm feeling fucking good, man. Like, after last time and last <laughs> week, I've had a lot of time to just think about myself and what I'm doing in my life after we attended Slinky's funeral. And I gotta say, man, I mean, this fucking ketamine shit's great. Yeah, this ketamine shit is so great. It, like, I, I, I felt, I'm, I'm fucking vibrating. I'm fucking going to higher dimensions. I shot a thing of dog shit right into my ear last week after we filmed that video. It was insane. Dude, I fucking funneled like a whole fucking can of gasoline last night, dude. It was fucking wild. I jumped off a fucking a six-story building into a pool. I actually broke the skull. I actually fractured most of my face last week. Dude, I fucking... Here's the deal, man. I fucking ate the ass of, like, fucking Al Gore last week in my mind, dude. Because well, I fucked I, up. I, I was getting off all fucking, like, drain, like, drain cleaner, window cleaner, fucking ketamine. You know, all that all that crazy shit. I, I, I actually fucked Al Gore. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm close. I, fuck you. I fucked Elon Musk uh, for real. No, no, but I, but I, 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 fuck, I got, I got my glizzy. I, fuck, I broke the fuck. I fucked range. Connor, so you know. Yeah, I fucked. Well, you know, I'm sorry for the behavior. Slinky's death. No, what do you? Shut the fuck up. I am in the fucking height of my game. I fucking vibe. I've right never now. been better than I am right now. I'm fucking vibrating right now. I'm fucking, I'm fucking vibrating. So, did you guys see that uh, Elon Musk became the largest shareholder in Twitter, I think? Yeah, I saw that. Isn't he like, a, like part of the board as, as That's, well? well just, I think board of directors is literally just... Just, gr yeah. I think that's, I think it's just a nicer way of saying our group of shareholders. Yeah, I mean it's it's the group of shareholders that actually attend the meetings. Yeah, instead of just look at the number go up. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, uh, a mood of mine by. said, "Wake up, babe! Reddit two just dropped, or something to oh. that that prevail when it <laughs> happened." Do you think? Do you think it's gonna become? No, no, I wouldn't. But Elon Musk is just gonna uh, is just gonna block it. Uh, gonna uh, send your IP address to yourself if you mention the word union. Yeah, if you if you talk about uh if you talk about cobalt mines or you know or unions or anything of that no, sort of. Or 
holidays. Oh, you should, you should be, you should be allowed a break during your shifts. Oh, fucking hell. Wait, wait, wait. Elon Musk wakes up with his big Nike hat on, like sweat panning his face. Yeah. Goes to the mirror, he washes his eyes. He sees the word union. He sees the term uh, union and painted in blood on the uh, mirror and he screams. And what's up? What's up? What's wrong, babe? It's the, the, the demanding health, health benefits. Yeah, Dude, I know. I know. And I know you guys know because it was I told you last night. But you know, for, for, for the podcast listeners, uh, I applied to two jobs last night, and uh, in that in those jobs, they made me fill out like a sort of like questionnaire, and it's, it was like quite like it shows like an image and like a text or like a text thing, and it's it's like I, I, is this you or is it not you? Um, and and one of them was 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 a give me a break. Uh, and then the other one was no overtime. Trying to, you know, just very funny. Cause it's like, obviously the correct answer there is no, of course, of course I don't want to break. Of course. Of course I would never want to break. I would, I wouldn't want 12 straight. I want to work 12 straight uninterrupted hours just for you. You know, you don't even have to pay me. Yeah, I just I be, just love it, working it so much. It'd be insulting to say that I'm doing it for the money. <laughs> yeah. I ain't no time. I fucking you're love like being re- here. You're like, the, you're like the reincarnation of Dobby. No, I'm not Jewish, but... Do you have that massive Star of David on the floor of your house, though? No, that's a pentagram, Connor. I think you confused... Yeah, but... No, I guess that makes sense. I mean, there is a cauldron right in the middle of it. Sorry, I just puked up my mouth a little bit, but also kind of fuck off. <coughs> okay. <coughs> oh. Yeah, I, um... yeah, no, so, fuck off. Uh, you're trying to link, like, first off, you're trying to link being a witch directly with Satanism, which is really fucked up to witches out there, but even if even if I was offended for witches, which I'm not, because I'm not one, and I don't have a cauldron or anything, um, it's just really fucked up that you would say that, because I'm really, one, offended that, that you're insinuating that I, I have a cauldron of some sort, but also you're insinuating that, that, uh, that all witches, uh, uh, worship satan and that's just oh, really right. messed up. i didn't say that i thought it was a star of david i thought all witches were jewish no well i after i told you it was a pentagram you said it makes sense you do have a cauldron so and not that i have one i don't have a cauldron but uh, why you had yeah, why man, you like, have I, always had this, I always had this hypothetical but like i'm like i told you this before what if like the plot of breaking bad but instead of making meth Walter White's cooking up potions in his big cauldron. We, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We should make that a. We should make that a like a like a like a one of those. We turn we turn this this character into an anime character and then used it for a bit. No, like like. He's like got the potions. Which he's making like him Jesse like. Well, that's that's just like that's basically just if you like that's like. It's just like Breaking Bad with fantasy. Yeah, I'd say like that's not that weird. It's just like I assume there would be other like 
if if you just switch it to a fantasy setting be like like if breaking bad was in like no what is that potions in game of thrones i don't know no, no. i know it's, it's fantasy it, but i don't know how like how magic yeah, and shit it, is it's it's, it's oh, low fantasy, fantasy. Um, yeah. it's low fantasy like magic exists but it's really uncommon in the populace unlike fairy tale Never mind those words again. Yeah, you talk, you're talking about fairy tale? You love fairy. You love fairy tale. Remember yeah, when they made us watch fairy tale in, in Japan clubs? I, I, I was literally like saying that as you said that. Yeah, that's a all the same fucking That's all I've seen of fairy tale. Is why it's like no. I watched that best guy ever video about him dancing on the grave of fairy tale. It's cool. I haven't so. Yeah, but... Yeah, you're lost. God, that's such a, like, a... I'm like, gay ever. You, you shouldn't say that. He's really buff. He'll come to your house and say, uh, and, and say that healthcare, uh, uh, should be fought for. As, as an individual. I could body the shit out of best guy ever, so... I think that's literally false. Nah, I could do it. Like, best guy ever's fucking... Wacko and the schmacko, but he is very buff. Nah, I could fight him. You just, you just have to say that. I just think, I just don't think, I just, I just think that Killer kills a seven out of ten. I don't know, man. You just start crying on the floor. You could say that to like any big anime too. But Fuck you, seven kill, kill kills is uh, is epic. I've never seen it, but oh, I don't know. Sure? Trigger shows are just sort of like they're not bad, but they're like not. They're not the greatest pieces of media I've ever seen, you know. Killer Kill's a solid 9 out of 10. It's not, like, perfect, but it is, oh, yeah, for but... what it is, it is really good. Killer Kill's probably tied with Gurren Lagann as my favorite, uh, like, trigger show. It was like, one of my first animes. Wasn't Gurren Lagann a Gainax show? Yeah, but the, the, basically the exact... I know the same to staff, but, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, for what it is... Those two are the best at what they are. Well, but would you count Fully Cooly as a trigger show? Because I feel like that—that's yeah. like if you're counting that, then I don't know. I haven't yeah, seen. Any, I'd fucking love about, Fully Cooly. Yeah, I'm talking like Fully. I'm Fully Cooly feels a lot different. Like Fully Cooly is a lot more experimental, a lot more weird, and it's a lot shorter. But for like a full show, like both both Gurren Lagann and Killer Killer trying to be like full shows. Yeah, I guess. That long. Where Fully Cooley's just doing whatever the fuck it wants. Yeah. Which I, I think is awesome. But at the same time, I don't think... It, I think it's more comparable to, like, an OVA rather than anything else. I think it is an OVA, right? Yeah. So. Like, I think it'd be fairer to compare Killer... Uh, I Fully Cooley with, like, Die Busters or something. With Inferno Cop, yeah. Yeah. You never yeah. compare anything with Inferno Cop. That's just mean. It's just like insulting to Inferno Cop and to the audience. Mm. Inferno Cop's an unironic masterpiece. I just believe that. So you guys, are you guys playing the new Lego Star Wars or? Um, actually, it's not new. It's, it's just a compilation of previous Lego games. Oh, it like isn't. Then it's an it's it's a remake of all of them, Connor. I didn't actually know that. I just thought it was compilation. No, no wow. it's, it's a full remake. Like that's why it's yeah, such a big now my, deal. Now I being a loser bit went from unironic to just true. 
I just week. I played the game, so I'm I'm sorry I didn't keep up with it. It looks fun. I've always wanted to play Lego Star Wars, but I could never emulate it. Yeah, well, I I, I bought it on Steam yesterday. It's pretty good. I I should I should buy it. Pretty. It's it's only um seventy bucks as well without within like the non deluxe edition, which I feel like is getting more and more rare for fucking uh you know triple A video games. I feel like every triple I mean, A game is ninety dollars now. I would yeah. say that 70 bucks is still a lot, but I think that's all, like, for what it is, it has a lot of content in there. It's like three games worth. Yeah, it's it's nine movies, so it's like, you know, yeah. it's each like nine rip. little campaigns. That's it's pretty good. Yeah, but each, And like each, shit tons of unlockable characters and side content yeah, and everything. It, yeah, like, it's a remake of a game of three games. It's like, uh... With the Crash Bandicoot remake? Yeah, yeah, it's like Insane Trilogy or the Ignited Trilogy. Like, it is expensive, but but I think it's one of the few games that gets to be because of how much content's there. Not even a remake of three games. It's a remake of, like, like a bunch of weird... Because LEGO games were done in a weird way. Because, like, I know... I know The Force Awakens got its own, like, solo LEGO game. And then I don't know if the... I don't know if Episode 8 or 9 even got LEGO games or what. And then... Um, I think the... Hold on, I, I think the prequels were all in one or something. I don't really know. Yeah, the originals and the prequels were like three in one. Yeah, I don't know. So they were like two separate games, like one, two, three, and four, five, six were all like two separate games. So you're at least getting two games. You had to play uh, the. Do I wonder if. um. Wonder if there's the there's the uh, there's the there's the two two guys kissing from like episode eight or whatever the fuck there is in the Lego game, you know? Probably. Star Wars's first gay characters. Yeah, Star Wars first gay gay Two boys on the side of the screen that can be cut out for fucking China and Singapore and and Arabia and everywhere else where they hate gay people. It's crazy how, like, well, Singapore... Like, I mean, the, the America also hates gay people, but, you know. But, like, you know, they pretend not. They're not <laughs> but they do. But, um... What's the fucking... What's I'm the trying to say? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Hold on. Like do you ever think we'll get, like... It's of remakes. Do you think we'll ever get a remake of... Or, like, at least, like, a remaster of, like, MGS fucking... Like MG, like 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 the old MGS games, or like even like or even start, like, even like a remaster really need, of like. They MGS even need or... another remaster. There already was a remaster for the PS. Well, yeah, but didn't include God. like they did the PS3 remake collection years ago. Yeah, but uh, it wasn't remakes. It was just like yeah, uh, re-releases. Although interestingly, I, don't, I guess Nintendo must have something to do with the Twin Snakes because. Yeah. They used actual MGS one instead of the twin snakes in that. Maybe people just don't like the twin snakes. I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that, like, for example, do games from like two thousand and like the early two thousands really need remakes? Some of them do. Depends what they're on. Yeah. Like, I would like, argue one of. I would always say one of the game I really, really want to get a remake is is a. Uh, well, there's two. There's Persona Three and there's Kingdom Hearts Days. 
yeah. which are both persona 3 is just because like half of its content is like locked behind like two separate versions and the fact that it's just like kind of yeah, grindy really really needs a definitive version yeah and then days is just because it has such a good story but it's trapped on the ds yeah yeah and it's like weird and it's like a lot of the weird but the problem is here's the thing does a remake should a remake f- i think there's like a difference between a remake and a remaster and that sounds like obvious but i think it's in dev- design philosophy right like if they remade P3, would they make would they make the game less bullshit? Like I think it would be objectively good if they did. But in that way, you could argue it's not a, not like a a, uh, a remaster or a remake. It'd be like a different version. I don't think that really like, matters. Do you though. change the gameplay for a remake? I I would say you should. Because that way you get a chance to say these were all, were pretty shit design decisions in retrospect. Because even though you do a remake, it doesn't mean that, you know, the old ones disappear. You can go and play the original Days if they make a Days remake. You could bust out a PS2 and play the original PS3. P3. Uh, well, you, I don't know, you can argue what is and doesn't, doesn't constitute and what a remake should be. I don't think it really matters. Yeah, I think like, in general the idea of a remake is taking an old game and putting it in a mod, specifically a remake. Because to me, a remaster is kind of just like we p- update the graphics. Yeah, exclusively. it's just like we sort of put a, a fresh coat of paint. Like the, a good example is is the the GTA what the remaster or whatever. As much yeah. as like people don't like those, like it to me that's sort of what a remaster is in my head, where it's like yeah, it's yeah. literally you just take the game and you make it look prettier and you put it on. Yeah. Well, a new well, platform. The, yeah, well, the Crash Bandicoot games, I think, are a fantastic version of a remake. Yeah, when you fully add, redo the thing. Yeah, where they where they added in some bonus content, they fixed a bunch of stuff, they fixed some glitches, it's on a whole new engine, it works completely differently. Yeah, well, technically, the GTA games are on a whole new engine, they just ported all the shit over from... Yeah, but, like... Gameplay-wise, like, adding in the time trials and all that, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I think P3 yeah. would, would benefit from a, a full-scale remake, and it doesn't have to be, like, pretty. I just would like it to be more... Uh, and P3 just, is that it's incredibly bullshit, in my opinion. It's just really, really, like, if you... With, like, P5, you can sort of comfortably get, like... You don't really need to follow direct, like, super hardcore guides to, like, get the good shit you know yeah you i think this should um i think i guess that's what you can call difficulty like for a time management game how well you time manage but when it's literally you cannot like there is one path to get the true ending i i don't know i think that goes a bit too far yeah well it just makes the game feel weirdly stressful because like it's it's like if you fuck it up it's just so annoying because you have to redo all this shit it's like yeah. Persona games in general sort of always make you feel like you're on a clock, and it's kind of like a weird, like... That's, and I think that's fine, but... I it's think it's good, extent, but... But it's to the extent where P3 is, there is, like, in P4 and P5, there's a probably, there's at least, like, seven, like, ways you could do things, like, seven parts you could, and this is more for P5 and P4, because P4 is a lot lenient, quite lenient, actually. Like, you have a whole extra week... Yeah. Um, but P5, exactly. Like, there is more than one path you 
you could take, and some's easier, some harder. But there's also the fact in P3 you can't do a can't do a second playthrough, you can't do a new game plus, mm. which I think is good because I I like the aspect of being on a clock, but I also think I want to enjoy the uh, like if you do uh, P P5 or P3 or whatever, there's tons of content like gameplay wise that you just miss. I I like New Game Plus in Persona games, I think. I think because... Yeah, and, the, and, and like, if if New Game Plus uh, didn't exist in P4, you would never... I would never get to do any of the side quests. Yeah, I... Cause any I, of the uh, extra, extra, like, the second bosses, or any of the... Or a bunch of interesting gameplay stuff. I think it's just, like, a good reward as well, because Persona games, like... Even if, even if, yeah, even if... You, you're not really necessarily overcome like anything incredibly difficult. You, it's the road for just like to reward for just putting so much fucking time into it. Yeah, I would say there are lots of there were a couple of really difficult parts of Persona. Like I think especially towards the very beginning and the very end when you don't have much lenience. Mm. Um, but I, I, but there's not really that much parts of. Well, actually, that's wrong. Apart from the boss fights that are, you know, individually difficult, it's more it adds up over time. Like it's it's a it's an endurance run. It's not something like Super Meat Boy, which is super super difficult but super short. Yeah, I'm playing PVC the whole time. Wow. Yeah, I, I and that's why I kind of like like playing Persona games on New Game Plus because it's like. As a reward for putting all time in, you can just turn your brain off and just run with your busted ass personas and then do whatever you want. You don't have to worry about, like, you know, change, leveling up your stats or anything. You can just, like. You can do a bunch of the content that you miss. Like, how many times did you actually go fishing in P5 on your first run through? I don't think I ever went fishing. I think I went fishing once because uh, I think it makes you go fishing once. Yeah. But, like. <laughs> On New Game Plus, you can just have that. You can do the things where, you know, you can practice, you can upgrade your, your stats, you could do those sorts of things. Not, like, the gameplay stats, not the... Yeah. Well, you can do, like, a lot more, like, <clears throat> not a lot more combat. I mean, if you want to do more combat, shoot, you can. You get you can't have the option, because you can just, like, choose not to have the busted personas, but... Yeah, I I like like I I've never beat P five New Game Plus because I was like midway through and then P five R came out and I was like, well, I'll just play this. But like I I really enjoy playing P five specifically New Game Plus because it's just like it's just like fun to just mi- go through fucking palaces like mindlessly. So... It's just I don't need to bring up a spreadsheet. Yeah, it's just like it's 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 easier. You don't have to like worry about yeah. leveling up. Or like oh shit, I. I'd love to do that link, but I need to fucking raise my like, fucking courage. And I want to see this, and I want to see this conclusion to my arc. But I'm gonna have to put it off for three hours, and then I'll, my emotional investment will go to zero. Yeah, it's been so long since I did it. Oh well, gotta leave next time. Play Persona Five next week on a Sunday. Yeah, I like Persona. I haven't played in ages since I properly again. played one. You should, but it's a lot of time. Like I, I have. It's a I big commitment, it's to, but like, it's it's fun. It's, I think it's good to play Persona in arcs. 
like I like in Persona 4, you can see like every big dungeon as an arc. And I think if you split it up like that, it's a lot more manageable, but the problem is remembering what you have to do. Yeah. I think, f- like, I talk shit about it, but I do think following a walkthrough just makes the games a lot more bearable. Yeah, it depends is- in what, like, I don't like doing full, like, P4, I've never done a full-scale walkthrough. I mostly kind of just vaguely but- get, like, what I need to do out, you know? Yeah, but I mean, first time, I think it's good. I mean, that, that's, like, in P5, because P4 has the most slack out of all the Persona games. Yeah. And you like, you have two full weeks extra. I mean, unless you're planning on doing all the fucking side quests. Yeah, you should only really do that if you're doing it second time through. Yeah, I like P4, uh, but P4 is, like, yeah. it's it's... P4, I, I don't know, I, I kind of take, I never stress myself to, like, get the, like, all the social links and shit on my, like, first playthrough of Persona games. I'm just, like... Yeah, yeah. you should, if you want to have a bad time, you can do that. Yeah, I, like, I just get the bulk out, and then New Game Plus, yeah. I, I do them all. Yeah. Anyway, right, go on, that. your stats, do, yeah, but, do uh, your party just, members, do the ones you like. like. Really, it really seems really, like, really intimidating to get into... It, it seems like it but once you're in it it's not it's like <laughs> it's super like i don't know it's maybe it's because i'm used to it but it's it's such a like it's it's a very it's a game you it's because it's like a schedule based game so it's like it's it's basically you just run through the motions of each thing like basically you, you it's just a lot of planning like that's why it seems intimidating because it's really long and there's like you, you there's not a lot of time to like s- like have slack. Yeah. But, like P five is such a I don't know, I maybe because I'm used to it. I I, I yeah. so it's like a turn your brain off game for me. But like, it's just it's like, like fun for example, for me. um like for example, there's so many points where if you don't know, you can just fuck yourself over. Like in P four, if you don't know that the the beef ball challenge, how good it is, like that can waste a whole week's worth of stat upgrades mm. if you just don't know about that. And that's half your slack gone. Like, there's also the fact where you can just, like, on my first playthrough I did when I was like midway through high school, I wasn't that good at the press turn system. Like, I'm still not a big fan of grinding, but I have like a much better tolerance for it. Like, I, I enjoy JRPGs in the boss fights and basically nowhere else. There's also the fact where Persona uh, really encourages you to use items, and that's where, that's something that you have to get into. Speaking of items, I really want to play uh, Lisa. I really want to play the second game specifically. I don't know. I, I've, I've kind of wanted to play Lisa for a while, but it's whatever. Yeah, it's it's... Yeah, if I played it, I would never stream it or anything, because that seems like a deeply personal game. Yeah. Anyway, Max, I feel like we're cutting off any, if you, you know, I feel like we're, like, uh, just I sort of... This is good. I think we should just mute Max. <laughs> no, I yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave. You guys can just do the podcast. It's like the, yeah, the we'll, just, we'll just talk about how much we fucking uh, love love uh, Ryuji Persona and, and Yosuke and jack each other off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like a great sure you add the uh, Yosuke game on. Yeah. <laughs> that that I wonder if that I know they added that but I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you should play Persona. You have P4G. You may as well. Yeah, I do. I, you I, know, I, I like P4G is way easier than P4. P4G is just better than P4. It's just, That's true, it's but like, it's also you know. one of the reasons it's better is it's much less bullshit. Like the yeah. skill, the skill system really, really saves your ass. Wonder yeah. how long it'll, uh, it'll take for Max to realize I muted him. It's like a well, oh. you just said it, so I know. Yeah, fuck you. Um, uh, I, I like the click his icon. I like the shuffle time in P4 was like in P4G is like not so much work Difficult at all. Just annoying. Yeah. Like in P3, it wasn't even hard. It was just annoying because it's like fuck. I have to Sometimes do this Sometimes it gets bullshit, like, it's either, oh, that's super easy, or that's literally impossible. Yeah. Like, there is no in-between. Like, it's either, oh, Max, I unmuted you. Yeah, uh, uh, cool, cool. Yeah. Thanks, cool. thanks for muting me, arsehole. Thanks. Uh, th you could unmute yourself. That's, like, a thing you could do. We all have equal privileges. When you, it, it, when you mute someone, it's only on your end, so... Oh. But, but yeah, but anyway, the, the sentence still drains that you just muted me. So it's only if you it's only if you're a uh, if we were on a server and I was server operator and you server mute someone that everyone doesn't hear it. Oh, I'm just so like... used to doing that to tag for a bit. Yeah, you also you, you don't you never server mute tag. So if you mute him, we all hear him. Anyway. But um, but yeah, uh. Anyway, Ty, Connor, I'm gonna slash your tires here, uh, your motorbike. So yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Nothing else. That's just fucking awesome. Yeah, you know the like, persona like persona's pretty like not that hard except for the boss fights, which are kind of bullshit. Like a little bit. Like you really need to you need to understand the intricacies of all the boss gimmicks in order to like properly do it. I never like, found them that hard. Yeah, because you've played them so many times. Not even. On my first playthrough, I feel like I got most of them. Maybe, like, some... Maybe some that I, like... I've had I to, mean, like, Google it. I think one is pretty bad. I think Yukiko's fine. I think... I don't really have a major gripe with a lot of the P4 ones. Main thing I had a gripe with, which was interesting, because I know it's, like, half the people who play it hate it, and then half the people who play it are fine, but, um... Fucking Haru's like dad in P5. I I tend to struggle on, but I think that's just up to if you have Haru on your party or not. So, yeah. One of the big problems with uh, wait, yeah, Persona doesn't really show health, does it? Yeah, it does. Of enemies? Yeah. Oh, sorry. For some reason, I feel like it didn't. No, it does. It doesn't show them like a, like a giant big boss meter, but it does show when you hit it like how much it generally takes. Yeah. But yeah, no, Max, I... you should play Persona, especially if you don't like turn-based combat, because it is like it's a really good like it's, it's yeah, it's not super like it's the it's it's relatively is... straightforward for turn-based combat, but it's also yeah. like actually fun. Yeah. It's not like, like really like like there are some you can play like FF seven and get really like overwhelmed with like ATB shit and like all this other, you know. I think FF ten probably is a good one for uh turn based as well. I don't know, yeah. I haven't played it, but like P four or like P five especially. One of my big gripes is that most bosses mo one of my big gripes with the JRPG genre is most bosses are immune to most status effects, which pisses me off. Yeah, it's annoying, but it's like whatever.
I can see how, because, like, SMT in general is so built around you, like, debuffing and buffing and doing all this shit, so it is a bit annoying when it's like, you can't do that in a boss. Yeah. Because it's like, what, you literally teach me that this is what I have to do. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, right, specifically with status effects, the status effects are only worthwhile if you're doing a long fight. And what are most of the long fights? Bosses. And what are the enemies that are immune to status effects? Bosses. Yeah. Like what you're gonna use poison on? You're gonna you're gonna use poison on a random enemy that you could kill in one hit. Yeah. And wait five turns. You waste SP and just use that, or it's like it's really stupid. But yeah. Poison. Anyway, we've been talking about Persona for like half an hour. Yeah. Let's 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 be funny. All right, well, fucking up. Uh, poop, sex, diarrhea. <laughs> But anyway, um, we got the new project coming up. Yeah. Yeah, sweet, sick new project is coming is that up. Steve O again. This is. I don't. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, we got what... another. We had a new main channel upload in the works this weekend, man. It's not an April Fool's one. It's gonna be like an actual, like an actual upload. It's gonna be <laughs> sick. It's gonna, we, I, I'm actually genuinely excited because it. I am as well. We would have recorded this by the time this video comes out, but anyway. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I'm genuinely really excited because I feel like this one's going to be really <laughs> funny. Yeah. Sorry. I think it might be a little bit um annoying. I, I don't want to say too much about it, even though it doesn't matter. I, I kind of like building hype and being cryptic because it's funny. But, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know. I think some people might be. I say some people. No one watches Robo Cafe. It's literally us. So who the fuck cares? Actually, never mind. Uh, fucking yeah. Just so you know, like it's just gonna, it's gonna be more. It's gonna be very schizophrenic. It's gonna be crazy, gonna, dude. It's gonna be crazy. You better, you better get another pair of pants because you're about to fucking piss your britches. I'll probably edit this one like more. I don't know. I, I want to be more conceptual and cool with, with RoboCafe editing on main channel, so it might be a lot different than the last one. Not in terms of delivery, more in terms of just visual presentation. Because last one was very much like, um... It, it was, I don't know, it was it was very straightforward. It was fine. It, it's very textbook youtube -y, but like I, I'd like to do a little bit more interesting things. That's why, like, you can see I made new like a new channel banner and everything for it. You know, because uh, I've seen Million Dollar Extreme World Peace, so, you know. Million Dollar Extreme is very sad world inspired, you know. Yeah, I feel like I feel like MDE is really just sad world build, you know. <laughs> I think we're sad world 2.0. I, mm, I don't get over your head, man. Yeah. We're not going to be sad world 2, but as much yeah. as we want to. Noah Monk is extremely, just naturally funny, so it's, we don't have that. I have that. I don't know about you guys, but... Alright, don't, don't fucking calm down. Connor always talk, tells it, it's Connor says, you know, I don't need to do any of the editing or anything, because I'm the funny one. The channel would be dead without me. And look, the thing is, you're totally so fucking right, and I understand that. And I, I, I do give you head every time, you know, we meet up because of how fucking funny you are. But you have to, you know, step out of your big cowboy boots a little for just at least one second and just see. They're not cowboy boots, okay? 
They count girl boots. Okay, well, same fucking thing. You put spurs on them, so, like, you know. Yeah, be careful, otherwise those spurs will be up in your face. Fucking cut a little star sign into your mouth. Eat my spurs. Vile beast, eat my spur. Jangle, jingle, jingle, jangle. I think... Uh. We could be the, like, I think legitimately we could write a funnier Simpsons episode than what The Simpsons writes. Well, it's just, like, so, like, safe now, that's the thing. It's just fucking annoying. It's bad. It just, it literally, I was saying this earlier to Max, it literally just makes, like, I think it makes just money in, like, Brazil, and that's, like, the only reason it keeps going. It's because it's, like, still profitable. I think that's like I, I think mean, that's Family Guy as well. I don't know why Brazilians love no, TV no, animated no. sitcoms. No, Family Guy's still popular with like twelve year olds. No, Family Guy. I'm like, I think Family Guy. It's weird that they haven't um uh, had more of an official YouTube presence. Yeah, because Family Guy clips the fuck. That's the best part of the show because each Family Guy episode has one good joke. Yeah. So if you just take that one good joke and like put it in a compilation. I, you can watch that for fucking hours. Yeah, because Family Guy is like I just I get so many Family Guy clips recommended to me. <laughs> I can't stop watching them. I, I, yeah, I fucking love Family Guy. You're so right. I'm just, I'm I'm watching, I'm fucking, like I can't stop when he says it, and it's just like I, I, I can't get Peter out of my head. I'm thinking about him and the chicken and, and everyone, and I just I can't. You know, you're joking, but like I'll, I'll see I'll see a Family Guy bit, and I'm like, this is probably going to be really terrible. It'll, it'll be a short, it'll be five seconds, and then I'll be like, huh, that was kind of funny. I f- and then I'll scroll down for fucking five hours. I just, I fully family love guy. Family Guy. Like, it's ironic slash unironic. I, lo- I like the earlier seasons for, like, their legitimate humor. I like the latest seasons just to, like, laugh at how bizarre and strange they are. I just, I love the Family, family guy, guy. game has one of the I best jokes of all guy. time. You know that bit where Brian Griffin says, uh, if you play a start and A during this cutscene, yeah. a woman will show up and then it skips the cutscene. Yeah, that is a really fun, like, thing they did, like, taking advantage of, like, the medium they were in. I think that was, like, even before Sonic Inflation Adventure, that was, like, the first Doki Doki time moment. <laughs> I don't think... So true, no, no, that's so true. Family yeah, Guy video and- game... Definitely had some influence on Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah. <laughs> no, it had some influence on Sonic Inflation Adventure, which had some influence on uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. Get it right. Of course, my bad. We should we should play we should we should stream that. I'd we rather not. Family Guy Adventure. No, no, I'd do that one actually. Yeah, that yeah, Sonic Inflation fun. Adventure is funny. Unironically, it is really fucking funny, and it's made—it's obviously made for a joke, but no one thinks it is. Like everyone, like there's a scene where okay, I'm not going to spoil it. That's for if you want to see that stream, that'll be million subs. Yeah, that's that's my special. Yeah, my one million subs on Twitch special. Yeah. Uh, make it, make it, make it a ten thousand sub special. Are there people with one million subs on Twitch? I think there are. There are I couple. assume there would be. Like, doesn't Ninja have like seven million? But that's like followers. Yeah. I want to see. Like, does anyone have one million paying subs? Uh, probably not. I would say. Maybe, yeah. maybe in like ten years, I would maybe. Yeah, maybe Twitch isn't big enough for that. 
Well, no, it's just there's a, like, for example, on YouTube, it's, like, comparing, like, subscribers to people who get a membership, it's, like, a, a 10,000th. Like, you'll have one per, you'll have 10,000 people who subscribe because it's just a click of a button to someone who pays for a membership. Because that's, like, a big investment. Yeah, see, no, no, I can't find info based on, based on level of subs, only based on level of followers. What a shame. I mean, so followers on Twitch and subs on YouTube are the same anyway. The, no, I know. I'm just trying. I want to know specifically subs because that'd be insane if you had one million like paid subs on Twitch. That'd be like five million a, a month, wouldn't it? Something like that, yeah. Around that, because five dollars, <laughs> I think, is tier ones, and then there would be a percentage of that, which would be tier two and three. Though weirdly, I don't, I don't think I've ever like. There's always, you know, like the oh tier three to Pokemon, like funny, you know, bit. Who tier twos? I don't fucking know. No one, because it's like it's like a, you're you're either just like I'll give this person some money, or I really want to support this person. Yeah, that's what it's the thing. It's like oh yeah, I'll throw you some bones, or like I am your biggest fan. Like I think feel like fear, the amount of tier two subs must be a very very small percentage. Yeah. Because he was like, this guy's reasonably funny. I'll give him a reasonable amount. Just be reasonable here. Let's be re- Let's be reasonable here. He has a... Yeah, he has... Yeah, funny. Me not that funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, it's weird. He has, yeah. um... Yeah, see the Yeek IV, I.V, uh... Yeah, full Yeek full game. gameplay overview they did. Looks sick. No. It's it's like three hours long of like the devs going through like the whole rework system. It looks legitimately really promising. There's still a lot of heavy Alex monologue, but, but they they made it so he's at like some weird like like when he monologues it cuts to him in like some fucking like comedy club on like a microphone. It's really strange. That, that's unironic. I'm gonna say that that is the best decision they've ever made. It's it's. That is, Unironically great. It's so and, and the, the idea of uh, like like Alex Yeek saying that like talk like describing his adventure on like a comedy club and this is like a bit he's doing. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. It's dr- There's some really visually cool things in the update, like um the new battle system has like oh this weird cool layout and like uh hang on is that this is actually a really good example. Fix the battle. On here. Fix the battle system. Fix, like, a good chunk of the dialogue. Fix the ending and you'll have a genuinely great game. Yeah, like, I... I I, I think the majority... Like, a good majority of the dialogue in Yeek is fine. It's just there were really... Like, the bit where, where, the, where the black guy goes, I forget his name. I'm sorry, I'm not a big, big Yeek head. Claudio. Claudio talks about how he can, like... How he knows how to lockpick so many cars. That just feels like the guy who made the game talking about how much he knows about lockpicks. Like, those sorts of things, they really stand out. And if you just change them a bit, and, like, like, like change the framing of uh, Alex a bit, change the ending, and change the battle system, there is a ton of potential in Yeek. Like, that's why I've always thought Yeek is so interesting. If it was just dog shit, I wouldn't care. But it's so interesting. That's the thing. I even even when the story of Yeek was like like I I imagine the story won't be fully fixed with this update. I reckon I imagine there still will be some bullshit. 
But the big thing with Yeek and, and yeah, and new ending, I'd be fine. The th yeah, and shout out to the the, the chip dip stream. You know, I've done two Yeek yeah. streams yeah. now. Um, and and the thing that it always gets me with Yeek and why why I've I always say it feels really like when I, you play like an hour of Yeek and it feels like you've been playing it for four fucking hours because of just how like taxing like everything is. But it, it's it's more about I I can sit through like. Alex is whining and all that shit because, like, I kind of love to hate things. The thing it's that funny. makes me legitimately dislike Yeek is how fucking abhorrent the combat is. Yeah. It's just so slow and annoying, and the new combat looks... It's completely reworked, and I... I, yeah. I don't know if it looks good, necessarily, but it looks better. It's on, like, an ATB system thing, and, like, there's there's no timing minigames or anything anymore. They're completely gone. And it's based around, like, you have, like, two shields and there's, like, bleeding effects. And once you stop bleeding, you, like, lose. I don't know. It's They, they did some weird shit with it. It looks kind of cool. Uh, the only thing I will say is Yeek always has a weird thing with balancing. It's, like, I, I it's always funny that we just call it Yeek now. I, I'm always, yeah. I, I just unironically yeah. call it Yeek. Like, I'm having a legitimate discussion about it. And I'm, I just, I will never call it Y2K. Um, I'm sorry, you ruined it. <laughs> like you can make the game good again, and I will apologize for the things I said, but I will never call it Y two K. Well, even on the dev stream, some people just, just were calling it Yik and Yik, so I think I think it should become its name. Um, but like Yik, they should make a they should make a DLC for Yik that's called that's just that's spelled Yik. Yeah, because what they're saying about Yik I dot V uh, is that. Uh, also, also, I learned that I dot V actually stands for something. I forget what it is. It's like into in into Venus or some shit. I think it is actually into Venus, um, intravenous or some shit like that. Uh, really autistic. It also stands for one point five. You know, Yeek is a generally kind of pretty autistic game, but but that's why we love it. Yeah, I love autistic shit. Yeah, I love Homestuck. I love we love FNAF. We love Homestuck. We love Yeek. <laughs> yeah. You know? We, it makes sense. Three, it's not. It makes sense. We are the three most powerful people to exist. <laughs> but yeah, the thing with Yeek, I I like that's what was stopping me from like playing a lot of Yeek was just like how the how draining the is. combat is, and the new the new combat seems like for me it seems too fast because it has a weird. Again, I, I, that's what I was saying. It has like Yeek doesn't really know when to balance its speed and not because. The whole thing, everyone's like, Yeek always, it's had a weird, like, the combat is slow, but then the dialogue boxes and the combat and the animations are really fast, and it's really, it's jarring. And the animations do look really, really fast in the new thing, almost, like, to a point where I'm like, whoa, Jesus, calm down. It could also be that it's just because it's the devs playing and they know the combat system very well. But yeah. apparently they said that uh, the combat's going to be extremely customizable. Like, That's you good. can adjust, like, timings, and, like, you can set, like, the, the background to be, like, a green screen for your stream and stuff and everything. <laughs> that's, 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 utter, that's, one of the cool, that's one of the coolest things I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I take back what I said about Geek. Yeah, so you can make the background, like, a fucking some weird shit. So, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. I, I hope you, I really do hope Yeek is good because. I hope Yeek gets a redemption arc. Yeah, and, and I, I, I think it is because I saw only players play it, but I did, like, it kind of made me weirdly fall in love with just everything about Yeek. 
I sh- I saw the running shine video and well, it didn't make me fall in love with Yeek, it made me appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, I went winning die tribe of do you know how fucking difficult it is to just make a video game that runs? Like that's an accomplishment all on its own. Like no matter how dog shit it is, you made a video game. What have you done, huh? Yeah. Cause I've always, I, uh, I, I know when it came out, I, I was on the fence of just, this game is so bad cause everyone said it's bad and I saw like reviews. And then when I, when I watched the only place, like I, when I watched fucking Chris and Ding Dong and Julian go through it and actually like got the story, I was like, I kind of like this, but I don't, yeah. I don't want to play it. And I'm really yeah. hoping it gets to a point where I want to play the game. Yeah. I mean. I think I think Eek's fascinating, personally. Like I th- I a universe with Eek is infinitely better than a universe without Eek. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Even if we never got Iv. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the game. Yeek is. What, what, my personal prayer is that they add, they add they they change they remove lemonade but put it in the final boss. Dude. <laughs> so they just move it, and then everyone's like, "Oh, they listen." I would love like lemonade. The final boss, lemonade, lemonade. That's a, it's fucking incredible. Yeah, I think I both love and hate that decision because on the one thing you've completely undercut. You're like, this is like Alex's big like bell, like belly of the whale, like his big like failure moment, in which he's just an asshole to some guy. Even though I kind of do agree that like. This guy says, oh, I know where this chick is. And then he's like, actually, I don't. I kind of understand where he's coming from. But at the same time, this is him being an awful person. And then you're having this big emotional undercurrent. And then it goes, lemonade. I, just, I, I like I, I, I think it would be good if they just changed the boss fight that it was for. Because like, if it wasn't the most emotional part of the game, apart from the ending. If it was like the next boss fight, or the one before it. Mm. N- not like the like that is the supposed to be Alex's low point, and you can't re- and it never really gets to sink in properly because you just think about lemonade. I I don't know. I like it, but it, I agree if they wanted like because I I I just like it because it's funny and it's like it it totally like it does totally <laughs> totally ruin them. Like if you're trying to it take the story it, seriously, but it it's like Alex's entire arc, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I think it's really funny, and I agree with you. I just think it should be moved to somewhere else. Yeah, I think if they were trying to go for that tone earlier, like, the tone of just, like, being goofy and shit, it would have been fine in that place. But it because the t- the story right after that wants to take itself seriously, yeah. it's, yeah, it's just the, totally, like, biggest, doesn't fit. The biggest problem is not that it wants to be goofy. It's that it wants to be serious... Then it wants to be goofy, and then it makes... Honestly, I, I've never really talked about this, but what I find a clear... There are two... To me, there are two clear signs that someone who's making a story is really autistic. One, an inability to be able to keep to a tone, or the inability to treat tone serious, where you'll have tone bouncing all over the place, like you'll have goofy bits into time with serious bits, like, you'll have a, have a character trying to buy a sex doll at the same point, like, the world's gonna end. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and also, the fact that, the fact that, uh, the, the story, like, starts, like, ends up explaining both the start of the universe and the end of the universe. Kingdom Hearts. 
yeah like how everything is intertwined yeah. like how to an autistic person oh yeah the story starts at the very beginning of the universe and then the story ends when the universe ends like that is the case with kingdom hearts and that is the case with yeek i think yeek handles it better but like why did the keyblade wielders create the universe why couldn't there just been something before because they can't just be dead space. Everything needs to be interlinked. Well, they didn't create the universe. Be... Yeah, but they nothing, everything created... in the universe leads back to to Sora and leads back to yeah. Like they can't just they can't just be something by itself. No, everything I get it. Needs yeah, it's the whole like you can't just. It's like every you bring the scale up so massively, and like you have to bring it to this weird like weirdly grand level to the point where it just is uh, completely unneeded. Sonichu has that as well. Like, yeah. like, it's like, um, like, Nia does it as well. Nia yeah. and Kingdom Hearts are so fucking similar, but no one talks about it, because I think, one, Nia has less Nier games. Yeah, Nia, Nia does do it better, I'll, I'll admit. But also Nia, because it has less games, and because both its games can be enjoyed for their story without the grand multiverse thing, I think yeah. probably it's like, people don't, a lot of people like, don't, a lot of people don't know Nia 1 exists, you know? So, yeah, like, the, like the fact that all that Dragon, like Nier is in a spinoff of one of Dragon God's endings is so autistic. Yeah, and the fact like it's like the the like 10 or 11,000 year gap between the first two, like they're like so connected to each other still, but like f- to have like a fucking 10,000 year gap and the all of it is, com- all of it is fucking explained in like audio dramas and stage plays and shit. Yeah, the fact that specifically Emil shows up just when he needs to be. Yeah. When there's no proper, like, he doesn't emerge before then. The fact that, like, like the fucking 9S and 2B, uh, like, no, fucking 9S, like, A2 are, like, basically, like, Nia and Kaine, like, just, yeah. like, in a different context. They're based, they're based off, like, they're literally being based off what people being remember based. of. Being back. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, that was. I remember that from uh, one of uh, the ba- the Ben Saint PCP lectures, which was about this. I think it was like Dragon Slime or something made by this autistic girl, where he where he described those two features, and I agreed with it so much. Like he linked it back to Sonichu and all that. And I'm like, yes, I understand now. Yeah, that's I actually that's a really, really good point. I think it's an because I think from an autistic's inability to uh, need to for need for everything to be neat one neatly in a bow. So there is nothing in this universe that everything starts when the story starts and everything ends when the story ends. Mm. There is no time after the story unless you're making another one, and there is nothing before the story unless you unless you are making another one. Yeah. Fucking like, what? Well, I mean, I don't know if Homestuck does it because I haven't read it, but I Homestuck feel like does it massively. Yeah, does I, it say, massively. I assume it Homestuck's does. The biggest extent, literally everything in the universe is tied to is tied to fucking like the game to, to like John Egbert. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like it is Kingdom Hearts like times ten. It's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. It's I guess fucked up how autistic Homestuck is, but I but it's good. I guess that's probably that's ha- why Yeek just appeals to me because of that. Because yeah. I, I'm not autistic, but I just am a big Kingdom Hearts fan. Like because I just like dumb shit like that. 
Yeah, you, you like like this. I'm like, neurodivergent. Like, Rome was created for Yeek, and then it ends when Yeek ends. Yeah, like everything is Alex Yeek. Yeah, and which is, I like, personally love because it is such like like it is literally the best example of it you can make up. Mm. Like literally everything in that universe is tied to the the main character. Yeah. For no reason apart from the fact he's the main character. Well, to be fair, there is some stuff that's tied to Joe Rogan. Mm. That's just, you know. But he's still tied to Alex Yeek, so it counts. Yeah. Yeah. I I think finding patterns, like, patterns and stories is really interesting. Like meta-narrative patterns and stories that, like, weird specific things that come up a lot, like in Japanese stories, how in specifically Isekai, the main character always always invents soy sauce. I I think that sort of thing's really interesting because it just shows the cultural uh, basis that it comes from. And in this case, the cultural basis is autism. Of course. Yeah. Like, the fact that it has to be this fucking high schooler who, every, you know, every Japanese person knows the recipe for soy sauce. No one could have come up with it but Japan. Yeah. No one could have invented soy sauce. And a world doesn't exist <laughs> where soy sauce couldn't be made. What's he writing right now? Like, uh, those very specific things very slightly popping up actually, all over. There's little rain droplets. Oh, that's nice. I like it when it rains. I get sleepy. It's used to because since my old house used to live in a valley, every time it got co- every time you basically every night it would rain. So I just associate rain with sleep. Speaking of uh, autistic storylines in Kingdom Hearts, how's Cage Two going, Max? Finished Cage Two. Yeah. Did we say you were playing it in the last episode? I think we did. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But if, you, if we get to, yeah, yeah I was playing Cage Two and I finished it and I really did. Did like you get it. all the secret bosses and everything? Uh, I come back for them. I did. I got Sephiroth at least. I I, I, I you didn't I, get any of I did all. I did all of the. You know, dot org in post game. It doesn't. Yeah, I did yeah, all. Uh, the, I thought you meant you were done with Cage Two, as in like. No, not full. Yeah. I did. I just did the main story and all. And oh, okay. Like, the psych on it. I, I, all I got left is like data org and um. Final and, synthesis and mushroom thirteen. Mushroom thirteen. Yeah, I'm excited also, for that. Yeah, mushroom thirteen. I, to I be fair, fuck- the only terrible one is mushroom eight. The other ones I are remember, like I, pretty you, easy you, to do. I remember you doing mushroom eight like the other day, <laughs> mushroom, like mushroom like eight during the other night. And you were like, actually, I had like a fucking proper meltdown. Like, <laughs> it's in chat. Fucking head like, ah! Just scream, like screaming. It's so bad. You like, you have to like mute just so that you could just do it. It's it's just because it's totally, it's basically just fucking RNG until you get it. I hate that shit. Yeah, but, like, like <laughs> it, it's like you can do it. It just you. It requires a bit of perseverance. It's not like, like it's harder than like a like a fucking lingering will or anything. It's, yeah, like... it's not harder than the, the, the hardest fucking boss in the game. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's all right. Even that, I feel like lingering will is more like justified because when you lose to lingering will, it's like all right. Well, at least I just I just didn't read the attacks good. I get it. When you lose to mushroom man, it's just like oh yeah, because I just of course I fucking I just decided to launch too far this time. Of course, fuck this game. 
Should you I get though? To a high score of hundred. I'd rather not. I got to ninety six. So I know. Yeah. We should round it up. I'd rather I'd rather not do that. But yeah, I'm there's a lot of shit to do in KH2. Like if you're trying to like platinum trophy it, it takes a while. It's not even that it's hard, it's just like tedious because you have to redo like, like every Yeah, like filling out the journals. Yeah, you just have to redo every mini game in the game. I'm just like ugh. And get the high score, which yeah. you usually get, but sometimes it takes a lot of tries. Some of them some of them are hard and then some of them are like literally just just do it. Just do it, but again. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I really did I liked Zemnus boss battle. I really did enjoy it. Yeah. Zemnus boss it's battle that, is so cool. It is the yeah. I honestly think from like what I like it's like one of the coolest boss battles I fucking I think I've ever played. It's in just game. it's just it's spectacle is so awesome. And when you get to fucking play as Riku with like both keyblades and shit. Oh fuck. And like when like I, I think my favorite sequence to that boss battle. It's probably when like all the fucking like lights. The deflecting come in. bit, yeah. Yeah, you just like it's you got so like fucking cool. Like, like X and Y smashing it. It's so Fuck. awesome. It's like you you darkness cut no escape and you just fucking yeah. it's like just spamming re- like re- like 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 reflect just like I mean, just your fucking arms are getting so tired. Cage two is so good at being flashy and great. I love it. Fucking oh it's him in two thousand and eight as well, like yeah. For what it is, uh, it, some of the like it, some of it, it, it's not obviously the best looking game, but like some of the spectacles and shit, and it's just so cool to look at. Like I imagine, if I, well, to be fair, I was gonna say I imagine if I was a kid playing it, I was a kid playing it, and I thought it was the coolest shit on earth. Yeah, and that's that's why you ended up like this. I was twelve years old playing it on my PS3, thinking, "Holy shit, gaming doesn't get better than this." Gaming, and I was right because world. it's my favorite game. So. <laughs> It didn't get does better. Alright, so is it going down, like, like KH games? Is it, am I on a... My it gets worse, but it doesn't get dramatically worse. I like okay. Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep, it's combat sucks. If, if Don't expect anything remotely as complex as, as KH2. Uh, yeah. But it's not bad. It's like, K- BBS has... F- it's kind of fun making the commands and shit. Like, yeah. figure out what you can do with it, but it's it's a lot more brainless. Like, KH2 yeah. is the one I come back to the most because it has such, such, like, in-depth and just really, really satisfying combat. Yeah. Like, I saw a thing, um, like, the big... And I, I just understood it. I literally just clicked in my head today when I watched, watched a video about it. Um, uh, like... Uh, fucking sorry, Aiden's uh, text me shit. Yeah. Can you play Elden Ring with me? I will play Elden Ring with him, but later. Um, yeah, no, because I and I realized that it's because, uh, birth by sleep combos are very like they're super like snappy. It's like you push one button, you do one thing; you push one button, you do another thing. It's very like structured. Uh, whereas KH two. And cage one to a certain extent, uh, particularly cage two, um, it's it's incredibly fluid. The movements between Sora's Keyblade, like, yeah. they're not realistic, but they but they they, 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 they realistic. yeah the animations go like they just glide so well together, like uh, one after another. It's really really cool to look at. Whereas like I was playing I was playing Dream Drop Distance to say today for some reason like I just just woke up and was like I feel like playing DDD and so I what I did bad mistake I don't hate DDD 
I, I, in fact, I, I love the end section of DDD because it's peak, like, modern Kingdom Hearts. Because it's literally, like, it's so much cutscene. It's, like, so much fucking cutscene. It's so, like, just long, long watching cutscenes. And, uh, it's, like, just complete bullshit. It's, it's like, it's literally, like, fighting fucking young Xehanort, like, inside of Sora's dreams. And, like, he's, he's, like, stopping time, which I do think that's a really cool boss fight. The Riku versus Young Xehanort thing. Because I just sort of accidentally beat the game again today. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, like, I went to the world that never was, and I guess I ha needed to beat it, or I hadn't yet as a Riku, I don't know. Um, and I, I was, like, I was, like, this is, it's just really, like, it's, it's not fun, to fight young Xehanort, I don't. You, you probably haven't played it, so it's whatever. But basically, no. the fight. I, I, I was. Yeah, I know you haven't. I assume Connor hasn't either, because. No, I, I played a bit of uh, DDD, but not much. Yeah. I got, I got the big collection, and I like I said, I was making my way through it, and then I got up to because I was playing KH1 on proud mode because I had played it up to proud mode at that point, but then I was fighting Dragon Maleficent, and I was just like. I either need to get bullshit lucky, or I need to go grind, and neither one's fun. So <coughs> yeah, not. I hate Kingdom Hearts 1. I don't like Kingdom Hearts 1 particularly, but um, Proud Mode sucks the good. fun out of that game. Kingdom Hearts 1 is good when it has good level design. The problem mm. with KH1 is it does not have good level design at most points of the game. Yeah. You like... Like, like the Colosseum like, like, like and... stuff is really yeah. fun. Like, just the game, I, I personally think I love how Sora's Keyblade feels. I think KH1 is the best feel for the Keyblade in the entire series. I think... Because it feels like you're whacking someone with a big thing of metal. I think KH1 like, has the most... Hey, Sorry, you continue. Finish. I love, I like, I love how fluid KH2 does, but it feels like the Keyblade is, like... An imaginary thing, but K but but KH one makes the keyblade feel like a big hunk of metal that you're whacking someone with. Like, or big word attacks. Yeah. It makes a big thunk sound. I, I and, do agree. But like I, I think Kingdom Hearts One has the most realistic combat in the game. There's obviously still some shit that Sora does that's like when he spins around like vertically or it's like you wouldn't be able to do that, but yeah. like it, it feels it definitely feels real, like Sora, as a fourteen-year-old boy from a fucking island, would would not be comfortable wielding this fucking like Every giant anime weapon. Yeah, this giant heavy-ass block of metal. But I I don't think that translates to fun necessarily. I think it's the most satisfying to hit people with in the series. I think that's Cage too, but I think Cage. I went from I directly went. Cage too feels too floaty in my opinion. It doesn't have the weight. I, fucking, I, I, I don't think it's just floaty at all. I think it's weighted perfectly. I think it's a uh, it just it just it lets it it lets the keyblade be a bit more anime. Yeah, I mean, I sorry, like, I mean, Max was gonna say something, and I feel bad because yeah. Max has barely said anything this episode. But like, I was gonna say, just like I honestly way prefer Sora and KH two than I do in fucking KH one because I played KH one. It's like oh, this is fun. Like some bits are kind of like a bit mad, but then fun. And then I played KH2, and it's like this is fucking infinitely better than KH1. Yeah. This shits on the grave on on KH1. This is this is like like Sora feels like I honestly just feels so fucking good to like control and shit. Like you're so much faster. 
like especially with like all the abilities and that and like oh my god yeah, yeah. i mean my, my, my i think the best thing that the kh series did was add uh what is it called like event levels like those what? things what, what, are, what are they called like event levels like how sora levels up through the story Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Like yeah, you unlock unlock shit through boss battles instead of yeah, just like level it, up. Like it, yeah, like it, like an achieve system, that sort of thing. I love. Yeah, and you don't have that in KH one, and I think you get to, like, for example, you really get to feel like you're progressing with Sora. Like Sora's actual strength comes from his levels, but his technical skill comes from abilities unlock through beating bosses. Yeah. Cage two does a really good way of, uh, of of pacing itself in a lot of cases because Cage one is Cage one is does pace itself fine. Uh, every game other th- like Birth by Sleep is weird because you can totally break it, which I appreciate in in games. Like I like being able to break them if you put enough work into them. Yeah, but it's also like up. it doesn't. It's not as rewarding because Birth by Sleep it puts like ability gaining and all that shit onto you. You you have to understand how it works. Yeah. Whereas like Cage Two owns its linearity. Like whereas Cage yeah. One sort of pretends to be like has these weirdly open spaces where you don't really know what's happening or anything or like this that. Cage Two pretty much knows it's like it's not it a game a for exploration. Of, it is a bunch of hallways that feel open. Yeah. It's it's like. It's just, it's just, you go from one point to the next, and that's fine. KH three does have more open spaces, but it's made around it, so it's fine. And like, I don't know, some other shit. BBS is yep. also linear, and it, it's fine with that. But like, KH KH is generally a linear game, except I think that's fine. Yeah. I think JRPGs should, in general, be linear. Yeah, I mean, KH is is a is a game based around going to a location, seeing a cutscene, and then going to the location, seeing another cutscene. It's like it's yeah, not, and then fighting a boss and then leaving. It's not like Breath of the Wild, like about like like Elden Ring, fucking like world based storytelling and all this like you know, yeah, pace it at your own way. It 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 holds your hand, but it holds your hand in a good way. Yeah. You bring up Breath of the Wild. I like to think that I want to play fucking Breath of the Wild again again because this is like just the same time. That like not the moments acting the same, but just like I remember playing it like two years ago, and just feel, oh, this is like this is the pinnacle. Of, like I, cause it's the same feeling of how I felt with K with like Kingdom Hearts in general before starting it. It's like I'll just play this game. It's like oh, it's like oh, it's good, but like, I don't know. I'll just play it, and I just get really fucking like addicted just to playing. It. Just like just this is the fucking greatest game of all time. You know? Yeah. And, like, I, I mean, my like, big I, problem with Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. I, I think Breath of the Wild's super fun. My big problem with it is that there isn't that much progression. Wow. Like you can upgrade your stamina. Uh, yeah. No. Connor the fucking up- downer. Like, okay. I I think it's fine that weapons break, but I for example, love, love you can that. you can get you can upgrade your stamina wheel. You can upgrade your hearts, and you can get armor. And if you upgrade the armor, you break the game, and you can get uh, you can get the abilities. But there isn't that much outside of that. Like your actual like, the fact that all the abilities are on cooldowns means that you don't really use them use them that often, apart from Rivali's Gale. But like, what's I? I don't. Th- <laughs> the basic foundation of Wrath of the Wild is fine, so there's no need for that. I love. I actually do love the 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 weapon break system because it's like 
I never really get attached to yeah. one weapon. And like, yeah, I, I, I'm agreeing with that. I'm saying that like, there is so much cool. There are so many cool things you couldn't do in Breath of the Wild, but you're never really incentivized to do any of it. Well, no, I mean the whole the you get the things more so for like like divine beasts and shit, and you do like I don't know. I used some of them a fair bit. Yeah, like the fucking the yeah. But they 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 never you never feel really like you're uh like you're that different from when you got off the gray plateau. Exactly, that's the game doesn't want you to be like that. It's not yeah, like Breath I'm, of the Wild is in a game where you progress bad. like a bunch, and that's yeah, that's good. I'm not saying that's that's an inherently bad thing. I'm saying that's not to my preference. I'm saying that I want to feel like I have more options. I can do more stuff the further I get in the game, so I can strategize more. It's a, it's I think you're nitpicking and biased. Like I, it's I the think same thing. You should uh, smash your switch. Uh, cry about it. Like I love, I love games that like I don't know I love like so like Breath of the Wild. I think it's like it's done it like really fucking well in the sense that like it has. A I think Breath of the Wild is a ten out of ten on the Great Plateau, and then it's progressively worse the more of it you play. Not to say it ever gets bad, but it just gets. It. I think it shows off too much too early. Like the I, Great I, Plateau I, is one of the best gaming experiences of all time. But once you get past that, like, for example, you get all the runes immediately, you know, basically immediately. Connor, from there you can... I get what you're going for here. Respectfully, that's retarded. That is, yeah, that's, I just really, that's just fucking stupid. I think the opening for Breath of the Wild is mid as fuck. When it gets fun is when you're, like, in the mountains and shit, like, late yeah. game. Really? Like when you're fucking and uh, like like I love those hype bits where you go into an area you're not really supposed to be in. Like I, well, like when I was like when I just like finished like with some like the earlier shrines that I remember going up the fucking Garuda Desert and just try, just like basically without any like necklaces and anything, just trying to survive like just like just just making like meals every like five minutes just to survive in the desert. Like just that improvisation yeah. you get. Yeah, and yeah. how it's forced you to adapt by minute by minute to get to the like, cross dressing segment. Yeah. That's like, that's like, <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. I had yeah. to see I mean, big boss fucking up. Ganondorf yeah. lady. You couldn't wait. It was fucking yeah. fun, I mean, but that was genuinely. It, game sets it up like that because the heat resistant armor you have to go to Grudo Mountain to buy anyway. I mean, uh, no, but, like, I, I, you go to anyway. like. You like the you go to like the fucking like the what's the fish people again? Fucking I don't know. Zora. Zora. The, Z- the Zora village. Um, I did that first, and it's like it's I think like everyone, it sets that one first. everyone does yeah. that. It's, it's the easiest one. It's the and then I, yeah, then it's like right that, next to you. And I was like, all right, I might as well do Gerudo village. Uh, Gerudo, and it was like I was just genuinely so fun, just like just running. All right, it's fucking like it's day. I gotta get. I gotta cut down cactuses to make fucking food, or, or I'm gonna like like die. Like die. And then when it gets night, all right, I'm gonna make fucking like hot food so I don't fucking freeze to death. It's just like that. Isn't you're never in a salt like a solid state of being like okay. I'm like I feel pretty confident for where I am right yeah, now. Yeah, but but you like you do that on the great. You do that on the great plateau. That's like not the thing. no, because it's you like you don't have that extreme. You don't have that those extremes like filling you to like do that. You get the the great plateau is the most milk toast area in the yeah. game. Well, it's, it's the start of the game. What I like about Breath of the Wild is is exploring and mapping shit out. 
Like the 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 part that's most memorable to me is, uh, I the way I played it is I just went around and did I basically did the Zora one and then I went around and did like every like tower I could, because yeah, I, I just thing. didn't want and like I that was the funnest part to me because I was just going around like finding cool shit and mapping it for later, like climbing in bunch of places, just doing all this like fun shit, doing fucking like shrines. Yeah, and like that—that that, that was what was fun to me. Not like not from the I, I, I just like saying a that out of preference. But my one of my few big complaints is actually the fact that I I really dislike the fact that the shrines never like the shrines are fun, but they never get difficult, and I really get pissed off about that because they are super fun. I just wish they got harder. I don't think it needs to be a difficult game. I know, but I I just wish personally. That there were more difficult puzzles at the end because all of the puzzles are basically super simple. There isn't anything wrong with that. It's just like it feels like it should, you know, set up for something more advanced, but it never does. I think you need to just uh, stop being so 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 biased and uh, nitpicky and uh, just like things? Question mark. It's Banjo Owens says like things. Or maybe just like stop being so like pessimistic all the time. Yeah, less less. Don't even say I don't like them. I said that the shrines are my favorite part of the game. Or maybe just stop whining or something. (laughs) I'm allergic to your bullshit. Shut the fuck up, you're gay. That's the best line I've ever given. Fuck, I love video games. Did yeah, you know yeah. that your life is like a video game and you're this trying to be this, ga- this has been the gaming. Yeah, um, this has been the fucking episode where it's just like. <laughs> game I mean, we do them. Like, it, it, we do kind of have a pattern of just like. Big, big fucking deranged, like, like, go crazy episodes. And then, like, every few, it's just like. Normal. Yeah. I think, I, I think it's because it up normally. Well, yeah, yeah, it's just because Robo Cafe podcast is just us talking, so yeah, it kind of makes sense. I, I, like sometimes I, I, we talk about like crazy, like sometimes we're deranged and psycho, and then sometimes we just talk about shit like normal into like human yeah. beings. And all of us play video games, so it's a lot easier to talk about them because we've all like played them. Like I read a lot. Banjo goes on Twitter a lot. You know, Max. Okay. Just well. like characters, so uh, we don't really need to worry about that. So we can't all talk about stuff. This episode is going to be the furry it. character episode. Is that with that? Yeah. We just talk about furry. I just yeah, talk, about talk about furry yeah, characters. Yeah, we talk about big furry characters. Yeah, and Connor talk. Well, the next episode, let's just uh, all have three separate conversations with ourselves about shit we like. Connor starts That's talking about his gay Chinese novels. Uh, Max is talking about big fucking hot furry freaks, big huge bar furry men, big bar titties. Hey, hey I'm that, just talking uh, about the 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 latest fucking. Uh, uh, shit. I don't know. We. Uh, I guess. I guess. Apparently, my ca- my personality is Twitter for some reason. <laughs> I mean, what do you like that we never talk about, or none of us other do? Uh, like. Like, uh, uh, like some like films and shit. Yeah, yeah. I I watched like Good Time and stuff, and but, you guys didn't watch those, and I'm I you know. Yeah, that's fair. That'd actually be interesting. 
It wouldn't. <laughs> it, would, it would just be... We would all just be talking over each other as we're all speaking. No, we'd like no, literally the most... I thought, like, I thought it would be like three, three mini podcasts. No, never. We should, we, could, we should do them and then just put layer them on top of each other. I think that'd be really... <laughs> that would be good. Just really emblematic of the series, you know? Yeah, just all of us talking over each other. Classic. Yeah. I was... I was I, I, yeah. yeah, so uh, I've been reading this pretty good book lately. I don't I'd know. actually probably just be talking about cute boys the whole way through. Uh... <sighs> You you writing my name in a in a in a diary and putting love heart pink love hearts next to it. Don't flatter yourself. <laughs> Why not? Your mama never can beat me in an argument. I'm the debate. Sh- I'm the debate bro of the podcast. I would say. Okay, so uh, anyone wants to debate me, uh, come and fucking fucking try. Come on. The car is so full of himself. So. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, huh, I'm Connor, huh, yeah, huh, it's fucking fight me, bitch. Uh, yeah, that is how I sound. You guys want to talk about anything else? Um, no, I'm, this I'm, has been going for a while. Yeah, no, an hour and no. 20 minutes. Very comfortable length. But, you, you know, we can make it a two-hour episode, just just make Max do more shit I mean, if we yeah, want to. I don't think, is there anything else we need to talk about, or no? It There's depends, it depends if you about. want to talk about anything. I don't really want to talk about anything else. Then we'll finish the fucking episode. Okay. Connor, you can do the outro. Max, do the intro, you can do the outro, you know? That's... Uh, thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.